welcome back ladies and gentlemen and mainly welcome back to us we've been gone for two weeks but we back two weeks a two-week two hiatus because i was on vacation and then life happened pretty much pretty pretty much also arizona in the springtime perfect time to go because it's, not, it's not scorching hot and it's actually green in the desert it's not like 117 degrees and then Dude, the low is like 90 something at night the, the first day i was there it was pouring rain and it was glorious and then the next how was how was i there for six days the next five days it was sunny partly cloudy at 70 so go in the go in the springtime yeah but springtime summertime because the snakes aren't awake yet they're still slithering out of their holes <laughs> kind of slowly <laughs> i guess that's one way to put it yeah also spring baseball yeah can't beat that but with us being back we got a lot to catch up on we're going to kind of touch on that because I assume most people know what the hell's happened. Um, but we're going to go over the NFL rule proposals slash changes that they've made. We'll kick things off with that. Also, uh, it's all quiet on the Western front with uh, Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we'll we will double. finish up our team recap and what's to come with the NFC North and the AFC South this week. I think two of the most fascinating divisions in the NFL coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we agree. will touch on stats of the week and then we will catch you up on colorado team update by the way there are three teams now in the colorado update and actually i want to touch on this real quick cu spring game mm-hmm. sold out yeah how about that and it's going to be on espn as well espn the only spring game going to be televised nationally by the way what Deion Sanders will do for your, your school, I guess. And also, I want to touch on this too. Did you hear who LeBron's son, Bronny's uh, teams, he's whittled down to for college? Mm-mm. USC and CU. Oh, wow. Imagine him coming here, huh? The power of prime, dude. It even works in other sports. It could. Well, it we, shall, we shall see. Yeah. Although, if I to refer, Southern California or Colorado, if I wasn't from Colorado, give me Southern Cal. <laughs> yeah, don't have to deal with it. Well, with the snow and all that crap, yeah. But let's kick things off with the NFL news, rules, changes, slash proposals. First one, Derek. Yes. The long-awaited return of the number zero oh, for God. NFL players. I think it's dumb. It's kind of dumb, but it's, I mean, it's also funny, but it's just starting to become college now where you can just wear any, you know, jersey number you want. At least there's only one number because in college, offense and defense, you can each have the same jersey number. So at least they're not doing that. They've got 90 players on a roster the whole season. That's true. So having two players with zero or, you know, the same letter, letter, number number is fine. Yeah. But, like, the NFL, it makes sense. There's only 53 people on the roster. Well, and Calvin Ridley has already came out and said he'll be. He's the only one that I know of that's zero. Yeah, he'll be number zero for Jacksonville. Which is how many times he's going to get caught betting on uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, by the way. Yeah, he hopes. Speaking of which, sponsor us. 
we'll support you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he learned his lesson from not doing that. I, you know what? I don't from, think from Ridley, doing that. I I'm going to be totally honest. I don't think Calvin Ridley was in the wrong. He wasn't no. playing, and he was betting on his team to win, which yeah. they didn't because they sucked. And it's technically it's legal now. So yeah, I don't. See it was legal then. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't see what the big problem was, but. And also, if they're going to ban players from betting on the NFL, you better ban them from having NFL fantasy teams. Seriously, drafting they do. them. They mm-hmm. do, and it's it's ridiculous that you ban Calvin Ridley for a year for doing something that's harmless. And yet, you have some other guys that are idiots, and they get nothing. I get it. I get it if he played in the damn football game. That's Mm -hmm. why Pete Rose will never get in the Hall of Fame. Yep. But it's legal in the United States, except for Texas, because they're a little slow on the upkeep. (laughs) And (laughs) all Texas. Don't even get me started. That's going to be a whole other podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anywho, so that's, that's that one. You can wear number zero. Which is not a number, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, Calvin yep. Ridley, first one. By the way, we will touch on Calvin Ridley coming up with the NFC South review. Mm-hmm. Next rule proposal slash change. I think this one is actually changed. Close fourth down plays are now going to be automatically reviewed by the NFL like touchdowns and turnovers. Well, I, I I'm think wondering that's... why the hell it wasn't on. Auto- well, it wasn't anyway. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Why wasn't it already like that? But I, I think this is a good rule change that they finally made. Yeah. By the way, this one was proposed by the Chargers, and Chargers had like four or five ones re- that were proposed. The mm-hmm. Eagles proposed number zero. So thanks a lot, Philadelphia, for your contrib- contribution to the NFL. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, the next one. This one I found fascinating and i don't know why people aren't talking about it more you can't hand the football forward like an illegal pass so you know like you if you're uh in front of the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. there's a behind yeah but uh you can't there's a behind the line of scrimmage or in front of the line of scrimmage it's behind the line of scrimmage you can't throw it forward right yeah 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 but now when you do a read option you can't hold the ball, hold the ball, hold the ball, and as the running back's closer to the line of scrimmage or his lineman, then hand it to him. You have to do it either behind or next to the quarterback. Oh, interesting. So it's going to make read options a lot better, and then it's going to be a penalty like it would be an illegal forward pass. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a pretty good rule, I, I would say, because there... a lot of teams have gotten yep. away with doing late handoffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm um let's see here uh, another one huh? the rate i was gonna say hence the ravens they're good at doing that <laughs> oh, that's the chiefs too by the way oh yeah um here's one a launch which is a personal foul of 15 yards is now if a player leaves one or both feet to make a tackle mm. there is the tackle rule where you can't drag them down from the hip i forget what it's called exactly um but so basically if you're on their hip and you go to make a tackle, you can't pull them down. You just kind of have to let your momentum do it because the, that's how like people's ankles have been snapping. Ugh. Ugh. 
Um, tripping is now an automatic first down. Wow. <laughs> it's not uh what ten was it a was it a ten it was yard? Ten. Th- now it's a fifteen yard automatic first down penalty. Because it's honestly it got called a lot more than it did last year. It really did. Yeah, tripping was, I mean, and if you look at some of the replays, there was some tripping calls that were even missed, especially from mm-hmm. offensive linemen that got beat. Yep. Um to prevent the offense from banning. Oh, so if there's a penalty at the end of like with no time on the clock mm-hmm. um, against the offense, it doesn't mean that the quarter won't end. They're just going to say quarter's over. So it used to be if there was an offensive foul, oh, and yeah. it wouldn't end the quarter. Now it does. Interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. It's on the defense. Cute. It's on the defense. So if there's a defense, I was getting ready to say the def- defense. Yeah, because there's a defensive take... holding or mm-hmm. defensive penalty, it, they're just going to end the quarter. There's no extra play, which I think is great. Well, it takes away like a little hail mary chance or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really kind of it for the big ones. This one I want to touch on that didn't get approved. Being able to review roughing the passer penalties. Oh, dear God. I mean, it was, it was declined because referees are soft and are a word I probably shouldn't say because Derek how, bleep it out in it. And how many times, though, did we see the dumbest calls for roughing the passer when it looked like a routine sack or Dude, tackle? The one against the Falcons on Tom Brady. Oh, oh yeah. That's Just, the one that came to mind where he gets Brady Jarrett, down yeah. to the ground. But he didn't hit his head. He nope. was slung to the ground and slid. And yep. it was like, oh, Tom Brady got hurt. We better throw a little flag. <laughs> Soft. Yeah, yeah, that that needs to that needs to be fixed. And hopefully eventually that becomes a rule. Now, it's just, it's, uh, that's just dumb. On the to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. they don't call. They they didn't they reversed their decision on the pass interference review, which I mm. thought was fine mm-hmm. because I don't think we're ever going to get as bad of a call as we did with the Rams and Saints ever oh, again. Oh geez, yeah. Actually, we did because Jalen Ramsey got face masked in the Super Bowl and gave the Bengals their only touchdown in the second half because they suck, or Rams. But <laughs> <laughs> they won the game, Eric. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, uh, so that, I, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's just with such judgment calls as half the penalties are in the NFL, mm-hmm. it's kind of like whatever. But I get why it wasn't approved, and I get why people wanted it approved because there are so many times it's just like, dude, he hit him. Oh, my God. He played the game. Why are you throwing the flag on that play? But it, it is just, just dumb. Or the times where a not grade A quarterback gets demolished and they don't call it. That's where I get pissed off. I'm like, why would you call Tom Brady getting slung to the ground like he's a, you know, like like he's a ballerina? Yeah, he's, go, he's oh my god, he got touched. But then Matt Stafford takes a freaking helmet to the shoulder after he threw the ball and doesn't get penalized. And that actually in, ended his season. Because because Stafford's not the golden boy like Brady. That's why. By the way, it was the Saints that injured the Rams, which is why another reason I don't like the Saints. Um, <laughs> and whiny ass babies. 
Anywho, and then what the the rule change that I think was going to bring out the most debate. It wasn't approved, but it wasn't denied. They're tabling the vote until May. The ability for the NFL to flex teams into Thursday night games and teams can now have two Thursday night games in the season. I think that's dumb. You want to know what this rule is? Amazon paid us a billion dollars to put Mm -hmm. hundred dollars mm-hmm. to put games on thursday night prime and they're pissed that their games were terrible that's yeah so this rule that's what this rule change is to appease amazon so if you're gonna get a crappy game like ryan Tannehill versus desmond ritter pe- people gonna want to watch that no they're gonna be like oh hey why don't we flex in patrick mahomes and justin herbert against each other there you go that's yeah. what they're gonna want to do because what was the most viewed thursday night football game last year the second one of the season between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, which was a damn good football game, by the way. Yes, it was. Now, the football fan in me likes Thursday night football because it's an extra day of football. You know, it's a primetime game. Thursday night kind of helps close out the week, whatever. Mm-hmm. The empathetic version of me hates it for the players because oh it's not enough time to rest hate it and then did you hear goodell at his press conference where he's like well i've talked to a lot of players and they love the 10 days rest afterwards i'm like yeah i'm sure they do because you give them four days to have basically two car crashes yeah basically oh hey yeah you you got beat up uh, but uh guess what heal back up because you're gonna go back out and play again in four days exactly exactly and from what I understand, when they choose to flex somebody in, they've they're the they're going to give them two weeks heads up, which I guess is fine. Mm-hmm. But if I'm saying that, then I, I wish you could flex by weeks. So is that two? Is it, they said two weeks in advance? They'll give them a heads the, up. The rule proposals you give them two weeks advance notice. But yeah. here's the problem: when are they going to flex most of these games? Towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to flex into those spots? Playoff teams. Yep. Who's going to be more injured going into the, the season? Yeah. The, play, uh, the postseason. Teams can you flex on a Thursday night? Can you imagine if they just said, "This your Sunday ends." Oh, hey guys, by the way, you're playing Thursday now. We flex the end. Teams would just be up in uh, arms. Well, and by the law of the um, CBA, you can't do that. Yeah. Can you imagine so, though if they did? Like, oh, man. I wouldn't play. Mm-mm. Now. This is where I think people are forgetting. I've heard this debate where it's like, you're going to dilute the the sport of football. Uh um, And you're going to make these games crappier and crappier in prime time. Uh, No, you're not. Football is the most popular thing in America. It's It's, not even close. It's America's game. I mean, yeah. Dude, it's America's TV. Mm Mm-hmm. The NFL is the most viewed thing every freaking year, and it's not close. Well, look how much money it makes a year. So, I mean, there you go. That's all you need to know. The NFL, we've talked about this before, Derek. The NFL will have 18 games soon. They will. (laughs) It's going to happen. The NFL will have 20 games soon. It's going to happen. Why? Because the NFL wants more. 
Well, then preseason is going to be a thing of the past if they're going to have 20 games. Fine, get rid of it. Who cares? You can have a team go 0-20 in a season. <laughs> Fine. Who cares? But it, it, in order to, but they're going to have more primetime games. You're going to be able to flex more players. This is a move for the future of the NFL. That's why they want to do this. Now, as again, as a fan, bring it on. 20 weeks of football? Let's bleep and glow. Well, glow? you'd have to start earlier and you'd be ending later. I mean, that's Who how it would go. Do yeah. you think the NFL cares? Nope. The only people who care, baseball, basketball, and hockey. Yep. They're going to be like, ah, hey, why are you taking a sport? Anyway. Oh, they're Italian? Hey, what's the coming to go? <laughs> um, and you always <laughs> got to do the little hand thing, you know, two fingers to the thumb, and you got to move oh, yeah. back. Hey. That's um, what they do. Baba da boopy. Baba da boopy? That's Oh jeez! I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, just he this, said that this the is few- a move for the NFL to be bigger. And mm-hmm. if they, if and when they do twenty games, I'm telling you, they're going to want to do this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you have two really good quarterbacks on your team, or at least two, one good, one great, so yep. that you can have that. Like, oh, my quarterback's only going to play fifteen games ish. Yeah, that could happen. Could You're be gonna like, have to have bigger rosters. Oh, well, a lot bigger rosters. And two bye weeks. Yep. It's gonna happen. <clears throat> this is going to happen. Will it dilute the sport? Not even in the slightest. <clears throat> but it means that like a three-game losing streak won't be as big, which is why we tune into the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I, I guarantee there will be 18 games in the schedule come in the future. 20, I'm not as like certain about but i'm pretty positive the nfl wants to go to 20 oh yeah right. why wouldn't they maybe within the next what five to ten years it probably will happen because they want five weeks of foot they want or months of football yep they're already the king of sports and they're already a full season sport mm-hmm. or a full year sport yeah when does the nfl take a nap kind of like right now right before the draft it's kind of quiet right now. And then once this month rolls around and yeah, it really picks up and then, yeah, you got training camp and OTAs and a bunch of stuff. And then yeah, hall of fame ceremony and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. So as of right now, do I like the two Thursday night flex option? No. no will it, will it be better in the future? Sure. I mean, I still wouldn't like it. Once but if the you league, have more games, then yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Once the league expands and everything. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's touch on a little bit of news with players. Lamar Jackson, apparently, as of March 1st, second, second, second requested a trade from the Ravens because they don't want to pay him. And he's like, I don't feel like you respect me, which I'm on his side. Yeah, how about that? Also, I love how he posted that as John Harbaugh was at the podium. I was like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Um, and the holdup is people, the, the the owners are greedy and don't want to give him his fully guaranteed money, which he's more than earned compared to Deshaun Watson, by the way. Ugh. Yeah. We don't need to talk Did about Did you see him. Deshaun Watson's cap hit next year? $60 million. Dude, if he what? sucks next year, 
That's why uh, Cleveland can't uh, has had a lot of turnover this offseason. They can't pay anybody. They can't do crap because of that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, now, will I think Lamar Jackson gets paid and traded? Hundred percent. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a Raven anymore next year because I wouldn't because he's not going to play under the franchise tag. No, he won't. And maybe during the draft or even before the. I think either before the draft or during the draft, something's going to happen with him and Rodgers, I think. Okay. Has I to. agree with you on Rodgers. I don't agree with you on Jackson. You think it's just going to be a waiting game? I think it's going to be after. So I this I, I was kind of telling you, I don't know if I said this before we recorded or after, I don't remember, but I have a theory with the Colts. Mm-hmm. From what I've understood, they like C.J. Stroud. They like Bryce Young. They don't like the other quarterbacks afterwards. Well, Texans and the Panthers and are taking those two. Yeah. They're not going to be able to coerce the Texans out of that pick or the Panthers. They, they were too late. Well, Panthers definitely one. know because they've already made no their way. move. And the people that are saying the Panthers are going to trade out of that spot, please. Yeah, okay. You, you don't make that move just to trade back and get more capital. This Seriously, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life would be the no dumbest one would thing. trade you for it, they mm-hmm. would lowball you. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I if you're the Colts, do you want Lamar Jackson? Oh, yeah, I want Lamar Jackson. Why would I trade a, the fourth overall pick this year when I can still give them two first round picks next year and the mm-hmm. year after? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I say, okay, I'm going to pick someone with the fourth overall pick, a really good defender, Jalen Carter, or whoever, you know, Will Anderson, whoever's left. And then why wouldn't I give you my first next year and then the year after? The same. Be a brilliant strategy. So who do you think they're going to ride with at quarterback then? Minshew? That's who they signed. Well, no, they would. So if you, if you draft someone at four, you still got to give the Ravens two first round picks. Mm-hmm. Give them next year's and the year after. You trade for Lamar Jackson, sign him. Jonathan Taylor and Lamar Jackson on the same team, dude. You would own Woo! that division. Own it. What a running! I mean, what a one-two combo if, running the ball. If you're the Colts, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, it, maybe it's on the table. They're discussing it. So I don't think anything will happen with Jackson after, even with the Falcons, who I really think are the ones that might do this. Which draft high, trade next, trade afterwards. Which will be very interesting though, because if you're the Ravens, what do you do going into the draft? Then do you draft a quarterback, or or what do you do? You know, I mean, what 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 spot are they? They're like 15 or something like that. Late, maybe like mid. Teams I mean, you, you can't you can't already sign a guy because that's already gone. I mean, not unless you're going to go with what's his name? What's their backup? The, the guy who made the Pro Bowl with two touchdowns. Oh, Brett Hundley. Yeah, are you going to go with him for a season? I mean, <laughs> you can't. You can't. Two touchdowns. <laughs> uh, the Ravens pick at because that's what has twenty two. So, and that's where you're the Ravens. If you want to know if you're going to trade, because you're going to want someone like Anthony Richardson, who you could just slide into your lineup. Yeah. You, you could run the same offense, basically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you're the Ravens, you want to trade now. If you're anybody else, screw you. <laughs> screw you. 
So, and then with Aaron Rodgers, he oh, came yeah. out and he was like, I want to play for the Jets because the Packers tried yeah. to call him. And he's like, new phone, who it is? Yeah, the, I and, saw it. The GM's like, I tried reaching out to him. He didn't answer. Yeah. Well, maybe because he was crapping in the dark. <laughs> if I'm the Packers, they kept saying to Aaron Rodgers, oh, take your time. You know, you make your decision. You do what you want to do. Well, he's made his decision. Derek, you and I talked about this during the season. Mm. Aaron Rodgers clearly was hurt. His thumb was hurt. Yep. You should have started love then. Mm -hmm. Cut bait with Rodgers at the end of the season. Mm. You should have done it last year. Because Rodgers wasn't going to get you over the top. Clearly, your team wasn't good enough with Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. I get why they trade. They they tried it again. They shouldn't have. Mm. Hindsight being twenty twenty, you know. But whatever. Yeah. But what's holding up this trade with the Jets is compensation. Because apparently, if I'm the Packers, I want pick thirteen. That's oh, yeah. what I deserve. Oh yeah. That's what the Packers should get. But the mm-hmm. Jets are being stubborn and like apparently no. They're like a little kid when you tell them, okay, well, you got to share with your brother. Honestly, the Packers should get two first-round picks, but they're kind of in a little bit of a hole because there's no way that they're they're done with Rodgers. They're moving on. The Jets are playing hardball, which I don't blame the Jets at all. Yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to cost them a crap load of money. I would, I, you know, I would try and be like, okay, we'll give you our t- two seconds or maybe a second or something like that. But I think what the Jets, like, I, I think the perfect trade would be one of the second round picks that the Jets have. And then, you know, because they have back-to-back, I think, 42 and 43 in the draft. They do, yeah. And then give the Packers a conditional second that turns into a first if they like go to the Super Bowl or they, you know, Rogers plays for them next year. Yeah. I think that would be fair, but the Jets are playing hard to get. See, and that's the thing too, is I wonder if the Jets are deciding what compensation to give them because they're trying to figure out, well, how long does Rogers want to play here for? A year? And I've two said years? this before. I don't make this trade if I know Rogers is only playing one year. Seriously. I want him for two seasons. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, we want him here for – and all the signs are pointing that, I mean, you don't sign Alan Lazard Mm-mm. and some of his former teammates if you're not planning on bringing him. So he, he is going there. It's just a matter of when will it happen. This one I could see happening right before the draft. Yeah. And if I'm the Packers, I like that deal of a second this year and a second with a condition that turns into a first next year. And I think that's fair. And you're and if you're Green Bay, you're riding with Jordan Love, and you're going to see what you have with him this year, and then you're yeah, going to decide you'll, you'll to go, extend him or go a different go route. Eight, nine, seven, and ten for the next two years, be irrelevant, and the Lions will win the division. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Which spoiler alert? That's what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, for the the Packers, it's time to move on. I really believe that for the Jets, they if they give up which they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. They give up good compensation. They're set to push in that division, which is not going to be easy. How about, yeah, now old, Zach, old crappy Zach Wilson will take a back seat. Well, and now he gets to learn from learn. Aaron Rodgers. Because is Zach Wilson going to win you five games in the NFL right now? No, he's terrible. He's, he's so he's bad. awful. He's so freaking bad. Speaking of which, you know why he was drafted so high? 
It was the COVID year. Yeah. And he's in the Pac-12. The Jets were. And the Pac-12 didn't play football that year. So they were playing like seven division two teams and blowing them out. No, Pac-12 did play, Eric. They played five games. Not not as much as BYU because BYU refused to admit the existence of COVID. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they they played like mid level B grade teams and blew them out. So people and the were Jets like, oh, were... look at his stats and he was terrible in college. He wasn't that good. Yes. Anyway, moving so on. That's that's what's going on there. Let's move it on to what's to come and what happened for all teams. We're gonna do NFC North and AFC South, as I said. Derek, let's do the AFC, North first. You want... Oh, you want to do the North? All right. Oh yeah. King of the North. <laughs> Let's start with the Vikings. They won the division last year miraculously. Mm-hmm. Um, they managed to have a good season. They won close games that they see that they lost the last two years. Yes. They did that. They what they win 12 games. Yes. They're only team, to go team. one and done in the playoffs to a Giants team that was inconsistent throughout the season. Kirk Cousins, so Kirk he'll get D you. Cousins threw a two-yard out on excuse, fourth and eight. Excuse me, Vikings went thirteen and four. Oh, they were better than that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, they had a bad defense and inconsistent offense. Mm-hmm. Derek, what do the Vikings have to do to win the division for back-to-back seasons? I guess just maintain the same thing, but uh, in my opinion, Kirk Cousins is not a guy that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl, so they're kind of stuck. And they're paying him a lot of money this next year, so they're stuck with him for another year. So his cap <laughs> hits $20.25 million, but his dead cap is $48 million. Exactly, so you're stuck with him. But, but this is the last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. Do the Which Vikings are- look to draft somebody? Maybe an Anthony Richardson if he's available later in the draft. Honestly, if I'm if I'm Minnesota, you, you have to because just what you see is what you get with Cousins. That's the best. He's not going to do. Like, he's kind of like Dak Prescott. What you see this last year, probably the best you're going to get. And is to is be Calvin fair, Cousins, Cousins, Cousins has one of his best career years. He did. He did. He, he had a good bad. year. Mm-hmm. He wasn't bad. 4,547 yards. He had 29 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. The thing they need to fix, though, is that offensive line. He was sacked almost 50 times. So He, he did get sacked. Another thing they need to do is run the ball. Which rumor is they may trade Dalvin Cook, which I don't know if that's going to happen during before or during the draft, but we'll see. I mean, he's owed Fourteen million dollars, and he's good, but he's not fourteen million dollars. And that's probably why some teams are like, "Yeah, no, no, thanks." Yeah, they did. They they signed Jordan Hicks. Was that this year? Linebacker, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. They signed Jordan Hicks to a five million dollar deal, which is not bad. But then they lose Patrick Peterson, mm-hmm. and they gain Byron Murphy. Is basically Patrick Peterson. Yeah, a younger one. Like, yeah, and oh, but like he's he's as good as old Patrick Peterson, not young Patrick Peterson. Because he was on the Cardinals, dude. He was atrocious in college. He, he was so bad. And 
on the game against the Raiders, he based he actually he threw the ball before he got into the end zone. I am a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. I agree with you too. Um, they have Lewis seen in the back end of safety who I really like, mm-hmm. but they got rid of Adam Thielen. They released now him. a Panther and your wide receiving core. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Who's really good. He's probably arguably the best receiver in the league. Yeah. Jalen Rieger and KJ Osborne. Who? Blake Prohl, Brandon Powell, who used to play for your Rams. Yeah, but... he's a kick returner. Congratulations. You but this, yeah, returner. I'm looking at the receiving call right now. Uh, uh, you're going to have to draft someone because if not, guess what? Teams are going to be like, oh, hey, we know who they're throwing to. Jefferson. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh also, oh, they have TJ Hawkinson, who was yes. a big jump for that roster, but he's in the final year of his deal. Yep. And Zadarius Smith basically asked for a trade. Mm-hmm. He's owed fifteen and a half million dollars with a dead mm. cap of eight point three. You can't cut him. You only have a million dollars in cap space. Yeah, it's just. And who painful. the hell is going to trade for a thirty-year-old pass rusher who doesn't want to play for a team? Mm. Who thinks he's better than he actually is? <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. It is. That's why I laughed. So, I honestly. Now, they brought in who was the Broncos' defensive coordinator last year? Oh, the hell is his name? Evero. Evero. He is their D coordinator now. Oh, no, geez. no, he went to the Jets. No, that no, 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 no. The head coach went to the Jets. Oh no, Hackett did. Oh, Hackett. They either got they did they get Evero or did they get um Brian Flores? I gotta look it up. I Flores, just... Flores. That'll help. Yes, they got Flores. They don't have the talent, man. No. On defense, they don't have a pass rush. And Byron Murphy ain't your number one corner. Now I think Andrew Booth Jr., who they drafted, could slide into that role, but he's not ready. He was injured all. Yeah, well, they're 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 gonna ride with uh Murphy as their number God, one. Dude, Byron Murphy's so bad in coverage, dude. He's a I watched him play the Rams for four years. They owned him with Van down by the river, Jefferson. Van down by the river. Down by the river. So I don't like the Vikings defense. I like their offense. But if they trade Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison ain't going to lead you to the promised land, bro. Every time you do that accent, I just think, there's a gator in the house. Down by the river. There's a gator in the river. Give me that shovel. Give me that shovel. So the Vikings, I, I, they're going to be competitive for that division crown because the Bears ain't going to be doing it. And the, but the, the Packers but, ain't going to be doing but it. But guess what? They're going to be one and done in the playoffs because that's what Kirk Cousins gets you. And he may he may squeak out a win uh, in a primetime game. Well, and that's the thing. Can they win those close games again? Who knows? I don't know. And, like, looking at people they lost, Adam Thielen, Josh Oliver, tight end, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. Is it Irv, Irv Smith Jr. has gone to that other tight end? Irv Smith Jr. So, yeah, this this team is yeah, – you got to reload, try and reload, and see what you can do this next year. But don't worry. They have Nick Mullins. Oh, yay. 
You get to hear that stupid horn go off when they get a first down. Yeah. I, ugh. So annoying. Let's move it on to the team. Yeah. Surprisingly finished second. Woo. D. Detroit Lions. Derek. That game against the Packers, the last game of the season, on Sunday night football was dope. It was awesome. Kick the living crap out of them. I love, 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 love their secondary additions and CJ Gardner Johnson and Emmanuel Mosley. Oh, yeah. Mosley's got a, he's on a one year prove it deal. Mm -hmm. But Cameron Sutton, they also got who's a good slot corner, maybe, you know, kind of secondary option well clearly their biggest need this offseason was their secondary so it's nice to see that's what they're going after and i'm sure in the draft with the capital they have they're gonna get they more can pass get rushers the and three they're, corners they're gonna no, they get gotta a corner. go for corner dude well they're gonna get a corner i'm sure with one of them because they have two first rounders because one of them's from your rams yeah number six so i'm sure they'll get a pass rusher in a corner in the first round i'm guessing mm-hmm. now but how about them? All last day, five and one. And they only lost one division game last year. Only lost one division game, which was two. The Vikings. Pretty impressive, though. Because the Packers suck. <laughs> um. Now, Jared Goff is set to make three million dollars, basically thirty-one million dollars this offseason. Yeah, that's on the cheap. That's cheap compared to other quarterbacks. That, that, that is cheap compared to Danny Dimes. And Jared Goff actually had one of his best seasons in his career. Yes, he did. They still have 24 mil in cap space. They did lose J- uh, Williams. What, what's his first name? The running back. Oh, Jamal. Jamal Williams. They lost him to the Saints, but then they signed David Montgomery from the uh, Bears. Which blew my mind that they signed him, by the way. You have David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift as your running backs. Mm-hmm. Jameis yeah. Williams is going to be playing in his first full season, which is, look out, that dude fast. And you got Amon St. Brown, of course. And Amon Ross St. Brown. You did he's lose already, to Shark. Yeah, but, but St. Brown and Williams are going to be your two – uh, whiteouts, but also, uh, they did bring. He's he's aging and old, but they did bring Marvin Jones back just this week. I saw, so he's probably going to be their yep, third wide contract receiver. right there. Yep. Don't worry, they have Nate Sudfeld though. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me, Derek. I like the direction they're going in, but their I offensive line is actually do do? surprisingly one of their bright spots of their team. It is Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow. Mm-hmm. Penny Sewell. I mean, he's a he's a great great. Didn't left they tackle. sign the the guy the Broncos cut back? Yeah, Glasgow. Glasgow. Mm-hmm. He's back with them. Who was where he was drafted? Mm-hmm. Derek, I love the direction the Lions are in. I really I do. do. I do too. Especially like what they've been doing this off season. It's just now. I'm glad that they're they're going after their biggest need of what they need. You know. I have a question for you. Hmm. If, and I don't think they do this with the sixth pick. I really don't. Mm-hmm. If Anthony Richardson falls to their pick, which is, I believe, number 20, mm-hmm. do you pull the trigger and get your future quarterback? I mean, it's something you'd have to explore because 
is, is can uh, can Jared Goff do what he did again this year? That's the key to their season. If he does, great. But if he doesn't, then you're kind of like, well, now what? Yeah. I mean, it's the, the, the Lions played above expectations. They were second in the division, missed out on the playoffs because the Rams couldn't beat the Seahawks. It's just amazing, though, how they turned their season around when it looked like it was going to be an absolute disaster. I mean, we were yeah. talking about Dan Campbell being fired, and down the stretch, they just, man, they looked good. I didn't think he was going to be fired at all, but that loss to the the uh, Panthers with Panthers stopped the run. Oh, yeah, when Deontay Foreman ran all over him, yeah, just 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 Dude, devastating. And Chuba Hubbard, two yep. running backs had 140 plus yards on their ass. Yeah, that was just painful to to watch that. But Aiden Hutchinson, who I thought should have been rookie of the year, defensive yes. rookie of the year. Yes. You got Tracy Walker in the back end. Uh, who is their other safety that are they drafted last year? I really like him. I don't remember. Kirby Joseph. Yeah, Kirby Joseph. Uh, Look, the Packers are on the down. The Bears were the worst team in the NFL, and they're going to be better, but not not that much better. Uh, the Vikings, who the hell knows what the hell is going to happen with them? Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Lions to win the division. That'd be great. I mean, they haven't done that in a long freaking time. I mean, in a game that meant nothing to them, where the Packers had everything on the line to get into the postseason, the Lions said, we are going to ruin your season in your barn. Let's go. And they did. Dan and Campbell's they just nose was bright red, like Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. And they because well, it was cold as hell there. <laughs> but yeah, they, they ruined the season. And man, did they just rattle and beat the crap out of Rodgers in both those games and just piss him off both games. Oh, yes. So I I love the Lions' direction. And the- I, I I just like that that will be known as Rogers' last game with the Packers, getting beaten up by the Lions. <laughs> that makes me that makes me chuckle. Oh yes. All right, let's move it on to the team we just mentioned, the Green Bay Packers, losing their second Hall of Fame quarterback in their history. Mm-hmm. They've got David Bakhtiari, who can't stay healthy on the field. Good making God. $21 million and a $38 million dead cap hit. Oh, that's the, that was the worst contract I've ever seen, dude. He mm. can't stay healthy. Mm. Rashawn Gary's on his last year of his deal. You got to pay him sometime. Mm-hmm. Jair Alexander's overrated in my opinion. He's good, but he's not phenomenal. Like every Packer fan thinks he is. Yeah. Aaron Jones is nearing 30 years old and he's really good, but can he stay healthy? Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, both good backs, yeah. No one knows what to expect from Jordan Love. No. Quay Walker can't stop but shove personnel or medical personnel on the field. God, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah, how Actually, about he's, that? Yeah. He's good when, he's on, when he plays, but, man, he's stupid. Couldn't believe he did that, yeah. They're not signing anybody big because mm-hmm. they've yeah. got to wait on Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. They lost Adrian Amos in free agency. Mm-hmm. They think Rasul Douglas is going to be a great corner for them at 30 years old. Yeah, good luck. I'm not high on the Packers if you haven't <laughs> No, I'm not either. It's just I think this, especially with Rodgers being gone, Jordan Love, yeah, you, you might get a couple games out of him, but he's going to have a couple games where he struggles. And yeah, this looks like a team that might win maybe seven or eight games, and I think they'll just be maybe average. 
they're, they're not going to be bad enough to get a high draft pick, but they're not going to be good enough to make the postseason. There's yeah. nothing good to say about the Packers, dude. I mean, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. I mean, you got two great young wide receivers. I mean, they're that's great. Like, yeah. Who's your third option? Keyshawn Nixon? No. He's a putt returner. That's his specialty. Or as you would say, Jeff Cotton. Who? <laughs> yeah, that Keelan Cole, Randall Cobb technically is still under contract with him. So I don't know what the heck's going to happen with him. So we'll see about that. I mean, you've got the pieces, and I do. I'm still saying, go get DeAndre Hopkins. What do you have to lose? Seriously, why <laughs> wouldn't you make that trade right now? Give Give your young quarterback a uh, a nice you know target like that to throw to. He'll help Not you only out. That it gives your young receivers someone to kind of be a mentor for. Them. Look up to Learn exactly. From. Yeah. But the Packers are never going to do it because the organization doesn't have an owner. Yep. By the way, Alan Lazard making $44 million by the Jets is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, I just when I saw his contract, I was like, wow. I was like, New York, you just must be really desperate. Oh, yeah. Also, Bob Tunyon, Robert Tunyon going to Chicago. Yeah, jumping ship to another team. Yeah, the Packers got a lot of glaring needs of what they need to do this offseason. So as the draft gets closer, we'll see what, what they're going to do in the draft. And historically, they're a really good drafting team. They really oh, are. Oh, yeah. But can they get, again, just like Jared Goff, their season relies on Jordan Love. It really does. I, I don't know what to expect from him. But right now, I they're over, do you know what their over-under win total is at Vegas? I think it was seven. Seven and a half. Yeah, not good. You know who else is tied for seven and a half? The Rams. <laughs> there you go. That's how the, they think of the Packers. They're the same as the Rams. Congratulations. And the Rams are going to be bad. But I've accepted this. Yes. Chicago. Last the team. Bears traded the first overall pick. They oh. have DJ Moore, who is their highest paid player now. But they've been busy in free agency. You think? Mm, they've signed a lot of peeps. They signed Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker from Buffalo. Nate Davis, guard from Tennessee. Demarcus Walker from Tennessee, pass rusher. TJ Edwards, another linebacker. A who? They so, lost David Montgomery. But they signed Deontay Foreman. Signed Deontay Foreman, Travis which I Holman. think, yeah, which I think a one-year deal prove it. If he does what he does in Carolina, I mean, he'll fit in pretty good, I think, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. As I said, Robert Tunyon, good tight end, but they have Cole Komet, so they have a good tight end combo. How about PJ Walker being their backup now too? They also have Jason Nathan Field. Peterman for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they still did lose Byron Pringle. Fine, he sucks. Uh, and Nikhil Harry's a free agent still, which is fine. He's not very good either. But signing Tremaine Edmonds was huge. Tremaine, yeah, it was huge. Stealing him from Buffalo, yeah. Huge. And in the draft, all you're going to do is sign some offensive linemen. But, Derek, are the Bears a good candidate to go from worst to first? I mean, they could. I mean, they have the capital, and they've made some moves in free agency, not to mention – I'll just – 
cap space and all of this, the picks that they have now since they traded it away. I mean, having DJ Moore, uh, Keneal, Harry, and Chase Claypool as your three wideouts. Well, I think Harry's a free agent. He's not on the team right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. But but having those two, Claypool and Moore. You got Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, and having Cole Komet, uh, you know, those are the three main targets. I mean, Justin Fields should take pretty a pretty big step forward, I think, this year. Darnell but like Moody's you said, their third receiver, by the way. Yeah, but as we said, their offensive line, though, it, that definitely needs to get better. It does, and I, I think they've addressed that in free agency. Mm-hmm. And I think that with Nate Davis, for sure. And then in the draft, they're in a prime position to get the best tackle. Oh, yeah. Or whichever tackle they like best for their system. And there's some defensive players like Kyler Gordon, I think, is underrated. He's pretty good there. Apparently, they have Alex Leatherwood at right tackle. I thought he was atrocious. But they got Jaquan Brisker at safety as well. <laughs> He's atrocious. He was hey, bad. He was such a bad pick by John Gruden, dude. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, well, that's why he's not out of the league. But they've they've got some young talent. I just don't know if they're ready to make that jump to no. go from worst to first. I still think they're the worst team in that division. Yeah, I, I maybe they won what three games this three last games. year. You might win six. You might win six, maybe seven. I think that's the best that the ceiling for the Bears here. And it's because of the defense. I, mm-hmm. I don't like they have good young talent, like I said, but I don't trust them. Tremaine Edmonds will help, but middle linebackers kind of go on the way of running back where you can just get new ones. Yeah, but I think we need each agree though. Justin Fields is a very good young quarterback, very. and 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 with them surrounding him with talent, I think having DJ Moore there will Dude, definitely help, help him a him lot. So much. I mean, because Moore can just – you can hand it off to him. You can screen passes. Revert. I mean, there's so many things you can do with Moore. I'll say this. I don't think the Bears will do it. Would I be surprised if the Bears jumped up to second in the division somehow, like the Vikings drop off? No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I do think the NFC North is the Lions to lose at this point. I hope so. I really do, because I, th- I just think they're the best team on that division right now. Chelsea? So let's move it on to the AFC South. How about Very that? Very interesting division. So let's start with the winners, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville. They started three and seven, finished six and one, mm. and beat the Titans without Ryan Tannehill in that really good defensive game. Yes. Well, was that, that was Thursday night, wasn't it? Yes, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was Thursday. won the division. They've got a young QB in Trevor Lawrence. Very good young QB. Very Took a good. Big jump forward with Doug Peterson as head coach. Uh, yeah, just absolutely massive. A good receiving core that's only going to get better with Calvin Ridley coming into the picture this year. Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne at running back, who man, did he have a good season? God, he's yeah. good. Really freaking good. And a sneaky good defense. Do the Jungle Cats have what it takes to win the division again, Derek? I think so. Like we said, just having Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and Calvin Ridley as your three wideouts, and you have uh, Trevor Lawrence as good as the season he had, and Travis Etienne, and not to mention this defense. And And you bring, you know, your franchise tag Evan Ingram, so he's coming back. This offensive line. 
is really good. And, you know, the, this defense should, you know, as long as they're above average again, like they were last year. Yeah. I think this team is, is primed to, to win the division against, which surprisingly to say, mm-hmm. but now with a, the momentum and everything they have going into this off season of how they finished this last year, I think will definitely play a huge part. I think in there. Yeah. You know, and I mean, they didn't really lose anybody in free agency. Juwan no. Taylor kind of sucks, but the chiefs overpaid him $80 million over four years is ridiculous. Yeah. 20 million a year. And I think Jacksonville, they, they saw the asking price and they're like, yeah, they're no. like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Get out of here. Um, I mean, Chris Mann hurts backup tight end, and, and they did lose Marvin Jones to Detroit, mm-hmm. as you said, mm-hmm. which yeah. sucks. He's been there for a while and been really good for him. Yeah. Um, Dearness Johnson, I think, could be a good running back for them. He was kind of stuck in Cleveland, not oh. going anywhere. So I think that's a good one. Good backup you have to have. Yeah. But I mean, they brought back Adam Gotsitz, $2 million. That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. Andrew Wingard, who played well for him, $9 million over three years is a lot, but it's whatever. Mm. Uh, you know the only thing they did was let go of Shaquille Griffin who had an atrocious season for them and didn't even really play didn't even really play yeah so that's why they really just cut bait with him and it didn't really matter to him yeah and like they're only going to get better in the draft dude mm-hmm. they don't have a whole lot of free of uh, cap space left because of the Evan Ingram's tagging 10 million but they're again they're in a good position to get a good tackle to replace they, whoever the hell it was. Taylor. Taylor, thank you. But they have the right, they have the right coach there, and they finally have a quarterback. Yes. So Jacksonville, I'm sure, is relieved to have both of those right now. They got Josh Allen, the pass rusher, for another year, too. So they got to make a decision on him. The other Josh Allen. The good Josh Allen. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Um, so I, I really like where Jacksonville is. I, they, I, all they have to do is just live up to the expectations. That's all they got to do. Mm-hmm. The team is basically the same. Yeah. So let's move it on to a team I'm not very high on. Oh, God. Tennessee Titans. Ugh. Tannehill got hurt. Henry is on the trade block, apparently. <laughs> and who the hell do they have at receiver? I'm looking at it right now. Traylon uh, Burks. Traylon Burks and Cody Hollister. Racy Mc, McCath. What a name. Racy. Racy Mc, McMath is his name. Yeah, who? Yeah, this team, in my opinion, this team is taking a huge step back this next season. Kyle Phillips was a pretty good slot receiver. If you're really riding with Tannehill again this next season, Tennessee, you're in for another long year. And he's going to get injured again because that's just who he is. And you drafted Malik Willis last year. So is he going to eventually become your starter? Or, I mean, or I think what? it's too early to say yes or no on that one because we who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. They did sign Sean Murphy bunting to a one-year, $3.5 million deal, which sucks because I wanted the Rams to get him. But mm-hmm. they don't have any cap space. No. They owe Tannehill $36 million. They're paying Kevin Byer to safety $20 million. Sick. Harold Landry, an outside linebacker, $18 million. Derek Henry, $16 million, but he's in the last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. I, it, even with Tannehill healthy, I'm not high on this team. 
I am not either. I just the way they finished last year. They, I mean, what they fin- lose seven straight to end the year? Yeah, dude, it was not good. You lose that many straight, and then now it's just this offseason. You haven't really done anything. Tannehill is clearly not your answer. So Derrick Henry, is he going to stay? Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be the same after his foot injury? I mean, just nobody knows. Nobody knows. And nobody – like, they lost a lot of defensive players in, in free agency too. And as we said, there's nobody to catch the ball. Nobody, nobody to catch the ball. So in, in the draft – that's who you better be drafted, Tennessee, is some receivers. They cut Taylor Lewan, by the way. Yeah, tackle. Off their left tackle. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen to their free agents who are still available. Bud Dupree, Taylor Lewan, Zach Cunningham, Ben Jones, Joff Sw- Jeff Swayam, tight end. Jeff Swayman. Yeah. yeah, he used to play for the Cowboys, yeah. A.J. Moore, Randy Bullock, DeAndre Hillard. The rest are just kind of other people, but, like, Deshaun Hand is in there. Yeah. But, like... They didn't do anything. No. They lost Nate Davis. Mm-hmm. They brought in Arden Key for three years, $21 million. Who? Who? <laughs> I've never heard of that man in my life. They they cut Robert Woods. No, the, yeah, they cut him. Yeah, They lost their linebacker, David Long, to Miami. Mm-hmm. But good news, they did bring in Aziz Al-Shair from San Francisco. Yay! They lost Austin Hooper as well, their tight end. Yeah, this team is just, I think they're in for a very struggling. They're going to be struggling this next year. Now, they won't struggle as much as this next team will. Oh, dear God. If they don't bring in a quarterback, the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, Yes. Uh, Now, I like the Colts' defense. You got Shaquille Leonard, DeForest Buckner. You lost... um, Your defense is damn good. You trade away Stephon Gilmore. Thank you, Stephon Gilmore, Mm -hmm. to the Cowboys. Still got Jonathan Taylor. You got Michael Pittman Jr. Both on their rookie contracts. Both. Both. You got Quiddy Pay in there on defense still. Don't worry. You got Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew. <laughs> and but if you, you don't, if you don't make a move at QB in the draft, those are your starters. But you need you need another wideout to go with Michael Pittman. They signed Isaiah McKenzie, but he's not a number two wide receiver. No. But no, you got Alec Pierce, but. I, he hasn't proven anything. Mm-mm. That's really it. Mm-hmm. They did. They did keep Zach Moss, backup running back, which is fine for them. He's still a good pass catching back. But Sam Ellinger, as you said, Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew, those are your three quarterbacks heading into this next season. So yep. you lost linebacker Bobby O'Karake to New York, by the way, the Giants. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, they signed kicker Matt Gay. Woo! From your Rams. Yeah, did you see how much money they gave him? Yeah, dude. 22 million, 22 and a half million for over a kicker. Four, four years. I was like, man, you guys must be really desperate for a kicker. God, he's a kicker. No, when I saw that, I was like, you gave that much for a kicker? Also, you lost Yannick and Gakwe. Yeah, he's, he's still a free agent. Still a free agent. Yeah. So this, yeah, this team. 
they're in trouble because if you're going to go with one of these three guys as your start, it's lo- buckle up, Indy. Long season coming up. I think Nick Foles can keep them relevant, but Gardner Minshew makes them more exciting. Yes. But not better. But the Colts, honestly, they ride with one of these three or they do musical chairs and play all three of them this next year. Eric, this team's only winning five games. Now, I will say they are in a good position to draft Anthony Richardson because Richardson, I think, has the potential, has the highest ceiling out of all the quarterbacks in the draft. Mm. But he's 20 years old. He needs a year or two, a year and a half to sit and learn and wait and develop. Which, but if he goes here, I don't think fans are going to want that to happen. No, you know where he'll thrive? L.A. Let's go Rams. <laughs> Let's go Rams. <laughs> um, I just, I honestly, I don't know what to think of the Colts because I think they could still potentially win the division because it's not strong, but mm. I don't think they're better than Jacksonville. Not even close, actually. Pretty, pretty uh, crazy, too. See how much money they have to pay Matt Ryan, even though they cut him this year? A lot. $22 million they have to pay him this year. I mean, ouch. I, I get why they tried that experiment because Matt Ryan, I didn't think he was done, but clearly he was. 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions he did he had this year. Yeah, that's not good. No, that's bad. Now, the team that finished second worst in the NFL, oh, yeah. the Houston Texans. Yeah, talk about a team that's, you know, they've made some moves. But they made some moves. You got Derek Stingley. Second, you brought team. back Case Keesum. Case Keesum, baby, right where he started. Yep, he's back. I mean, they're signing free agents again, left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in Robert Woods to kind of help shore up that receiving core. You got to get another one, though. But how about having Devin Singletary being your backup to Damian Pierce? That's that's actually I think that's great. Decent, I think that's decent phenomenal. Sighting. Yeah. Because Singletary wasn't going anywhere with Buffalo. But, but wide receiver-wise, though, ee, this team has new... No, and they, they could solve that in the draft since they traded Brandon Cooks to the, the uh, Cowboys. But getting Dalton Schultz and they signed O.J. Howard, two tight ends they got. They signed good them. tight ends. Not I like bad. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Um, And John Mechie, who knows if he's coming back because he was, what, leukemia he was dealing with, right? Yes. But I think he about- could be wide receiver one for him eventually and how about now larry tunsell is the highest paid offensive lineman ever yep of all that money they dished out for him 66.7 million dollar dead cap hit but this this team is uh clearly they're in rebuilding mode well yeah and obviously they're either going to get cj stroud or bryce young Mm -hmm. probably looking more like bryce young bryce young so just trying, I guess, surround them with some talent and just see what you got. And I don't know. But the Texans, I do like them bringing in Jimmy Ward to kind of help that young secondary. From yeah. The, from the Niners. He's 31, but he's still really good. But the, good. The, Pick apart the Niners. Good, good. Make but them suffer. But they're in rebuild mode. And I think they know that. And they're just probably just going to just see how they do this next year, not really yeah. have any high expectations. And that's, that's just what, how I see them going to. Don't worry, Derek. They brought in Mike Boone from the Broncos. <laughs> and a sneaky underrating one, Chase Vinovich. Yeah, I, I thought that. they brought him in to shore up the defensive line. I like that a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, the, the Texans will be fine. I think there'll be, 
I think they'll end the season better than the Colts record-wise, but that's not saying much. Colts and Texans will be uh, battling out for last place in the division. Yeah. So, all right, that's going to wrap it up for team recap. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to the other ones. Last four shows, I believe. Yes. Yes. We yes. talk about the other teams. Yes. But now it's going to be stats of the week. But first, let's hear a word from Derek's sponsors. All right. Welcome back. Let's hit stats of the week. Derek doesn't have any. I will take yeah, over my um, segment again. I'm over. I'm underachieving this week, but I won't let it happen again. All right. So Brandon Cooks, as we just mentioned with the Texans, goes from Houston to Dallas, Fort Worth area to play for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks is one of two players to be traded four times in his career. Can you name the other one? Another player that's been traded four times? Yes. What position does he play? Is he running back? Oh God. Ah, uh, 80s? 80s, 90s. Was it uh, Herschel Walker? Eric Dickerson. Oh, dad, yeah, that's right. Herschel Walker was traded once, dude. Oh, that's, yeah. Ruined the Cowboys. No, I'm sorry, ruined the Vikings. Dickerson, yeah, he was what? With the Rams? With the Rams, Colts, I don't know the other teams, to be totally honest. But it just said he was traded four times. Wow. Speaking with Brandon Cooks, how mm. many seasons has he had a thousand yards receiving? Uh six. Yes. Can yes. you name the one year he didn't? Uh this year. Because he was hurt a lot, wasn't it? 2019. He had over so, a thousand yards this year? Yeah. Wow, even though he was hurt. No, no, no. So see, see, as he has six, he had from 2015 to 2018, a thousand mm. yards. And oh, then okay. in 2019, he missed. He had a 1,100 yards in 2020 and just over a thousand in 2021. Wow. Two years with the Saints had a thousand, one year with the Patriots, one year with the Rams, he had a thousand, or he had 1,200. The Rams! The Rams! <laughs> All right. So, Shohei Otani. Oh, phenomenal baseball player. Phenomenal. In the World Baseball Classic, he was started in the batting lineup. He drew a walk, got a hit, came on to pitch in relief, struck out a batter, and was the finish was the finishing pitcher in a win, which was to win the World Baseball Classic. Mm. Name the last baseball player in to do that in an MLB game or a WBC game. Oh, God. I, no, you, you lost me. I, I'm not going to guess. Wow. In 1921. Long, long time ago. Long ass time ago. Yeah. All right, Derek. Sticking with baseball. Cincinnati Reds. Their 2023 payroll. Give me the top three players paid by the Reds. Without you. I know one of them is uh I just saw it the other day. Is it Ken Griffey? Correct. He is the third highest player on the team, followed by Joey <laughs> Votto at 25 million, the uh, Bill Myers at six million. How about that? That's terrible. Six million is our highest paid player. Reds are cheap. Yeah. All right, Derek. We're gonna move over to hockey real fast. Zach Parise. Mm-hmm. Highly overrated player because he was a wild. 
Screw the wild. <laughs> Derek, can you guess so far this season how much money Zach Parisi makes per shot attempt for the New York Islanders? Per shot attempt, I'd per say five thousand. Close four thousand six hundred. Wow! How much money does he make per goal? Ten thousand. Thirty-nine thousand. Wow! Which means he's not scoring because he sucks. Um, and then per minute, how much does he cost the Islanders to be on the ice? Per minute? Yes. The Islanders or Rangers? Islanders. He's on the I, Islanders. Islanders. Per minute, I'd say $120,000. Oh, $650? Yes. Per minute. Per, per minute? Per minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not good at math, Eric, but. That That's a lot of money. If he plays 20 minutes a game, that's almost that's that's thirteen thousand dollars. Correct. Hey. Ouch. Sucks to be them. All right. I got another baseball one here. It's not a stat. I just found this to be hysterical. What's that? Cuba's bullpen catcher, Ivan Prieto, I believe is how you say his last name, did mm. not join the rest of the team back to the flight on Cuba from Miami after the World Baseball Classic. He is the first ever player to defect during the World Baseball Classic. Defect? What do you mean? He didn't go back to Cuba. He defected to the United States. (laughs) He decided, he's he's like, I ain't going back to Cuba. I'm staying in America. He's like, I love Miami. I'm I'm starting a new life here. I thought that was hysterical. That is pretty funny. All right, Derek, DJ Shark, has yes. he, he has played for three NFL teams mm-hmm. and one college team. Can you guess what the similarity between all four teams are? They're all uh, tigers, They're animals. All cats. cats. They're all cats. Played Jaguars, for- Lions. Lions and Panthers, oh my. And then who do you play in college? I don't know. It's just a picture of a tiger. It doesn't tell me the actual team. <laughs> Some rinky ding school, I'm guessing. Probably. I'll look it up later, but that's that one. Uh, this one's sad. It made oh. me really mad. NBA stat. Oh, boy. Largest free throw attempt differential this season, Derek. Mm-hmm. Can you guess the number one team in free throw plus minus? Nuggets? Nope. Lakers. Correct. Of course. So the top five teams, Lakers, Kings, Heat, Knicks, Magic. The Magic. Oh, Eric. Plus, yes. Don't mean to cut you off. Uh, LSU, DJ Chark. Oh, yeah, he did go to LSU. Okay. Yeah, yeah some rinky-dink college out in Bayou. That's pretty no. well-known school, I'd say. <laughs> the Magic with a plus, plus differential of free throws at 139. Wow. The Knicks at plus 145, the Heat at plus 183, and the Kings at 193. What is the Lakers' plus differential in free throw attempts? 222. 411. Oh, my. 
Oh my. I was way off. Because Anthony Street Close Davis gets fouled every time he has the ball, and yeah. LeBron James gets fouled every time he's got the ball too. I mean, it's just by the way, if the NBA called traveling, LeBron would suck right now, by the way. Seriously. <laughs> Derek! NHL again. Mm-hmm. Who's got the highest odds? Top four teams to the highest odds to win the Stanley Cup. Carolina. Carolina is, but they're not top, so they're one of them. Tampa? Nope. Minnesota? Nope. Oh, thank God. They're Dude, Dallas. Minnesota, I can't even see. There's no number in there. The Dallas? Is so small. No. Uh, Boston's up there. Boston is number one, 13%. Yeah. Carolina's at 10%. They're third. I'm sorry, they're fourth. Um, who are the other ones? The Oilers are second at 12.9%. Oh, get, 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 get that out of here. No, that ain't happening. The Avs are third at 12.1. Yeah, buddy. Then, then Carolina. Then after that, it's Toronto at 9.3. They have to win a damn playoff series. Seriously. And then for some reason, people think the Kings have a 7.3% chance to win the cup. Yeah, I know high. that's not big, but that's, they're high. That's like fifth highest, and I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's pretty dumb. Yeah, Dallas is six point one percent. You can't even see the Wilds' percentage because they suck. <laughs> Dude, they only have a thirty nine percent chance to make it past the first round. The Wild? Yeah. Not, oh, good. I hope they don't. So, I thought that was interesting. Screw Minnesota. Um. Also, well, kiss my ass. That is all, Derek. That all the stats he, that all the stats you got? <laughs> yeah, that's not a stat, but they kiss it anyway. All right, well, let's move it on to our last segment. <laughs> yes, let's move it on. Colorado team update. Let's head on this one first real quick just because it's the smallest one we got. The Rockies are back in action. Yeah, how about that? Baseball is back. Uh, they are 2-0. and They've beaten the Padres in both of games they've played so far because the Padres are overrated. Yeah, said it. I mean, yeah, they're they're – favorites to go win the world series which i don't get because they haven't beaten the dodgers and not to mention their payroll has just got to be freaking outrageous i think it's i think it's still less than the dodgers yeah so yeah they beat the padres seven to two and then they beat them yesterday four to one and then they play today at 6 40 so that and then yeah, they they're and then opening day for them will be next Thursday at home opener. Home opener here at Coors Field will be against the Washington. And Coast. good news, folks, it's only supposed to be a high of forty degrees. Woo! The Rockies shouldn't play at home until May, dude. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I'm like, if, if only they were playing the next day or even next weekend because it's supposed to be really nice. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, speaking of which, uh, t- stupid weather. But, yeah, so they play the Padres, and then they have a quick two-game series against the Dodgers. Weird. Er- early next week. Yeah, how about that? Monday and Tuesday they play against the Dodgers. Do they not then... play Sunday? They do. So they play today and tomorrow so they... against the Padres. Okay, Monday, so it's Tuesday... a four-game set. Gotcha. Yeah, so then Monday, Tuesday, they're at L.A., then they're off Wednesday, and then they have a – four-game homestand against the Nationals. Did you know that for the first time since 1968, every team played on opening day in baseball? Mm-hmm. 
That's astounding that they hadn't done that, by the way. Real quick, uh, the, the pitch clock, I think that's awesome. It's awesome. Dude, so I saw it in a spring training game. Um, it made the game go by so fast. Derek, how many games on opening day for baseball went over three hours? Not many. Giants and I, I saw Giants and Yankees played for two and a half hours only. Yeah. That Derek, was amazing. 16 games, 15 mm-hmm. games, 15 games. 15. Five of them went over three hours, and it wasn't by much. Damn. Pretty good. It, it just speeds the game up, and there were also 21 steal attempts, mm. which is the problem with I had with baseball. There was no movement. It was all just stagnant. And then the hitting is up because they got rid of the shift, which, I again, I hate because players can't hit the ball the other way, but mm-hmm. it frees up the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sucks that baseball had to change the rule because hitters are stupid. Before you know it, bases will be the size of planets. I'm okay with that. You'll put your hand, you'll put your finger over and touch it. Oh, I'm safe. (laughs) Well, now they did open it up because of uh, player safety. Yes. But, uh, yep, Rockies 2-0, they're going to win the division. Okay, hey, but pump the brakes, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Just pump the brakes. Don't be saying that stuff. Hey, Diamondbacks, beat the Dodgers. Let's go. Yeah, Rockies. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see this time next week what the record is, Eric. Uh, they're going to be four and zero. Let's go. Maybe they're going to be twelve and zero. That's Maybe. right. They're going to be twelve and zero. Yeah, we'll see about that. Just, they're they're, they're going to do it. They should actually do pretty well against the Nationals because they're not that good. So well, the Nationals are going to be the worst team in the league again. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to touch on this on baseball. Nothing sums up the Angels more than this. Shohei Otani, opening day starter. Mm-hmm. They shove him, not in New York, not to play the Yankees, not on primetime, in Oakland. They put him at 10 p.m. start Eastern time in <laughs> Oakland. He pitches seven innings with 10 strikeouts and one earned run, and he drove in a run as well. Angels lose two to one. That sums up the Angels perfectly their superstar plays phenomenal and they lose yeah and they have another superstar on that team who should step up and play well but he is he going to struggle again this year i'm referring to uh, he had a fantastic season last year what are you talking about trout yeah trout did but he needs to come through in games like that the, <laughs> the angels are just stuck in purgatory they're never gonna win yeah pretty much. moving on Let's touch on the NBA. So the Nuggets mm. have not had Nikola Jokic the last two games. And the team sucks without him. Yeah, uh, clearly, also, uh, especially against the Pelicans. Ooh, oh, dude, they, they were atrocious in that game, losing by 19. Yeah, 107 to 88. And then last night, they, they put up a kind of a fight. They were really getting blown out by... Phoenix, but they lost 193. But I just think that towards now it's getting towards the end of the year. Uh, Murray and Porter and Jokic, all these guys, they're superstars that have maybe like some nagging injuries or whatnot. I think the Nuggets are just kind of like, yeah, whatever. If we win a couple, great. We lose a couple. Oh, well, I think they're just kind of just resting up and they're just getting ready to buckle down, you know, I think for the postseason. Which would be fine. If they had a 15-game lead in the conference. Yeah. They have a two-game lead in the conference. And so, yeah, they only have five games left this month. Uh, They play tomorrow. They host the Warriors. 
Tuesday, they're at the Rockets. Uh, Thursday, they're at the Suns. And then next Saturday, they're at the Jazz. And then they finish on the 9th uh, hosting the Kings. And that's it. The regular season's over. Now, I believe their magic number is two games to win and then mm-hmm. they clinch the conference. Yes. You're home against Golden State. Golden State is atrocious on the road. So freaking You're really bad. good at home. Win that game. Then you go to Houston. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Probably the worst. Win that game. Then you can take the next three off. Yeah, seriously. That's it. That's all you got to do. Win two more games. Then you can F off for the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, real quick, did Joel Embiid sitting out because they Dude, that was sore. And then, oh, by the way, he played the next night. But uh, Jokic just, he had 25 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists in that game. We're good. And then Embiid does, yeah, just, shut up. Like, really, he's he's afraid. And what are people going to go off of? Oh, that one game he played against Jokic. Just, yeah, do you realize that was early on in the year when you two played each other? Just Let's see. Yeah, it was uh, January 28th. Thank 126 126 to 119 they beat him if people refer to that well Embiid played in it yeah okay he played in one game but yet where he could have easily sat out a back-to-back game and you played him instead and then he sits out that just no absolutely just uh, uh, let me say this let me say this Joel Embiid's a wonderful player he's really good especially at what he does he's a he's the second best center in the league the two best players in the league right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jokic. Clearly, Jokic is not to be biased because he plays here, but you take him off this team. Look at the last two games. Yeah, this is this is what the Nuggets will look like without him on the team. Yeah, they, they lose. They're not that good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael Granite, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray didn't play last night. But meanwhile, Philadelphia is nine and four when Yo- when not Jokic when Embiid doesn't play, mm-hmm. and the Bucks, I believe they're ten and six. Oh, how about season. how about them getting blown out the other Ooh, day? Like against Forty Bo- points by Boston. Yikes. From Boston, they got waxed. Yeah, um, but again, beat Golden State Sunday, beat Houston on Tuesday. Then you can take the last three games off, rest your starters, but Jokic has got to get back in the lineup for the Golden State game. And maybe that's what they're doing. They're just resting him for that game. Mm. But, I mean, and I don't think that that, uh, Embiid wasn't hurt because the next game he played, he was limping around after he was, you know, making shots and stuff. So he's clearly dealing with a nagging injury. But still, to me. But look, against, against the Bucks. And the and the the seventy sixers those two games mm-hmm. they won. Jokic was the leading player on those the leading scorer on those teams or those yeah. games. So it's it, it's up to the it's up to the Nuggets to figure out how to win without Jokic in the lineup. But then when he's in, dominate these again these next two games. Dominate these two games. That's all you got to do. Do it. But Derek, the question I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Should the Nuggets be the favorites to win the NBA title? Yes. They, they aren't. They should be. 
you don't have this kind of season and Jokic doesn't play this way if you're not favorite. And I mean, it's just, he's, he's playing out of his freaking mind this year. And in my opinion, this is your, this is it for the nuggets. This is your rear run where uh, you do a big push. And if you don't, if you don't get to the finals this year, I think it's a big, big letdown for the Nuggets team because this is this is your year, I think, to to do it. It has to be. You have all the. I agree that it's. To, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You have all the pieces you need. I agree that it is their year. Mm-hmm. I agree that they shouldn't be the favorites because they have to prove it. I guess they do. They they have to. The Bucks are, I guess, are the favorites. The Bucks, the Bucks and the Celtics are, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, be, that should be a phenomenal conference finals. Yeah. I think if those two play each other. Yeah. How about the Sacramento Kings clinching a playoff spot for the first time since 2005? By the way. Yeah, but but did you see though? They have a their offense is really good. Eric, their defense is so bad, and that is going to be their downfall in the. Playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, they're, they're not de- going to go very far, but they're 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 fun to watch, man. Oh boy, they're very fun to watch, but their defense is so bad. <laughs> um, but like, uh, the the Nuggets should be the team to come out of the West. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They and should if they be. aren't, then it's disappointing. Big time. Now, I will say this. A team to watch out for is the Lakers. Yes. Because they're healthy and they're winning. Mm-hmm. They're six and four in their last 10. They were out of the playoffs. Now they're the number seven seed right behind Golden State. Two, also, they're, they're a game and a half behind Golden State for the also, six. Also, I think a team to watch out for, too. It could be dangerous Phoenix with Kevin Durant now oh, yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Now the good. Nuggets wouldn't have to worry about them till second, third round potentially. Yes, but the Lakers and Phoenix are the team that scare me, dude. And I want to touch on this real fast. How about the Dallas Mavericks? Mm-hmm. They trade good players to get Kyrie Irving, and, and they, Derek, they've won three games since getting Kyrie Irving. The trade deadline was in February. Yeah, Eric, Eric, they're currently three and seven in their last 10. They're 37 and 40. And guess what? They're on the outside. They're not even up in a play-in spot. No, OKC is above them. That's bad. Now they're a half game out of there. Mm-hmm. But still, dude, they gotta win. They the thing I don't understand about basketball teams. I understand you have to have a ball dominant guy like you uh, Luka Doncic yes but then why would you go get a second one who wants to handle the ball and get rid of the players that actually played well with him I don't know Dallas dug their own grave and Mark Cuban can he can bite my ass (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go on let's go on to our last team last Colorado team Uh, last Colorado team this freaking team. What do you mean this freaking team? Yes, they're just frustrating sometimes. Especially the they're other night. Losing two in their last ten. I know, but losing to the damn wild pissed me off. Eric. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. That was a big game, but it was bigger for the wild. That game meant more to the wild. Yeah, but F the wild is all I have to say. I, I can't agree. stand I them. I agree. 
And I'm going to say this. After watching that game, the Wild are lucky to get away with that win. The Avs, the Wild played better in the first two periods, and Georgiev needs to stay in the effing net and not turn the puck over again. Dear God, seriously. That was horrible. Seriously. The Wild got lucky in the third that the Avs kept hitting posts and missed the net and stuff like that. Now it's up to the Avs to bury those chances. It really is. Mm -hmm. But... And they got lucky that on a six on four with a minute to go when the abs are on the power play, the puck happens to land on Goudreau's stick and he just fires it to the net. Yeah, just it was unfortunate. Yeah, the, the abs in the third were the better so team. Dumb. And I thought so, they should have won that game, but they didn't. So freaking dumb. This is the biggest game of the season for them. Coming up today. Oh, tonight. Day, tonight, hosting Dallas. Do not lose seven to three again. You cannot. No. Now Dallas played last night against the Coyotes, one five two. They're coming. They're coming. They're going to be tired. They're coming to Denver. They're going to be tired. You're at home. Beat these guys. Three to two, four to one, and seven to three. Those have been the scores of the three games. Avs have won twice. The yep. Dallas has won once. And and by the way, the Avs beat Minnesota in the season series two to one out of the three mm-hmm. games. So I I kind of figured that one was going to be a loss for the Avs, mm-hmm. but. Look at look at their remaining schedule. Well, I'm after after tonight, you play at San Jose Tuesday twice, and Thursday. Two games in a row, which is really weird. Yeah, so at, you're basically hanging out in California for three days. And I'm going to tell you right now, those are four points. Should be. They should be. You then should you play, demolish them. Yeah. And you play at the Kings. Going to be a tough one because the the Kings are second best team in the Pacific. The Ducks spank them like you just did at the Ducks. Home versus Edmonton. Big game. Big game. Jets. Home, home versus Winnipeg at Nashville. Those are four points. Should be. Beat them. Now, they, that's an easy schedule because Winnipeg, are they out of it right now? I don't think they are. They've been on a downfall, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think they're still technically in a yeah. playoff spot. Yeah, they are. They're in the yeah, last the, wild card spot. They are. But I want to – so. We kind of talked about this with the Nuggets. Stupid Yotes. So, are, should we be concerned with the Nuggets a little bit when Jokic is not in the lineup? But if he's yeah. in, no. Should we be concerned about the Avs? Absolutely not. No, I don't think so. Uh, they have the experience now. They know what it, what it takes to win and get to a cup. And I just think the thing for me is uh, Frankie needs to get back. Frankie needs to get healthy and be the backup again. I'm going to disagree. JoJo's 2-0 and in his starts. Well, yeah, he just played. Didn't he just play the other night against the Ducks? He did, and he kicked their ass. Yeah, 5-1. to one. I mean, he yeah, he did play a good game against the Ducks. And then he made that unbelievable he, save. Damn good save. Yeah, against, he did. Against uh, Ottawa. Yes. I, I, I think the abs are fine, and here's why. If you ask Minnesota and Dallas, why are they fighting so hard for the number one seed? <laughs> they don't want to play the abs. They don't want to play the abs. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Do the wild me scare me? Not in the slightest. Uh, oh, God, God, the no. wild have played out of their mind since I think they've, they've won. I think they've lost once in regulation in like mm. two months. Mm-hmm. They can't keep that up. There's no. no way. They don't have the postseason experience. 
Their goaltenders do not have their Gustav, uh, Gustafson does not have the, the postseason experience. Caprizov's mm-hmm. hurt. Who knows if he's going to be back in time for the postseason? Yeah, seriously. They don't have the punch. Nope. They're a defensive heavy team when Caprizov's not in the lineup. I don't trust Minnesota in the postseason, and neither does, neither does Money Puck because I gave you the, Money the stats. They only have a 39% chance to get out of the first round. Suck it, Minnesota. Now, if they play Winnipeg in the first round, mm-hmm. I think they win that one. But you know who they play in the first round right now if the season were to end? Who's that? Seattle. <laughs> I that would be a Seattle. good I would be a good series. Would be. But I like let's run down the teams in the West here. Who scares you? So Vegas. No, no, they don't have they, they don't have the firepower. No, that's just in no screw up. Now getting Jonathan Quick was good for them, but he's he's fine. Yeah, Minnesota we touched on no, Edmonton. No, because you know why, Eric? Their they defense, can't defend. Their defense still sucks like it did last year. <laughs> so yeah, the Avs play them. Good luck, Edmonton. You're not so, gonna be able to stop us. Yeah. Here's 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 the Dallas thing Dallas is eesh. Dallas, Dallas is, is the iffy. one that does scare me just because they always play well against the Avs. Dallas is very iffy for me, yeah. But Dallas has kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit. A little. Um Los Angeles. No. No. Seattle, hell no. Winnipeg, hell no. No. Now if Calgary hops in, hell no. Uh, oh god, it's with their goaltending. Oh, dude, Markstrom's so bad. So bad. But the, the reason is because Vegas is praying the Avs don't fall out of the spot and go into the wild card. They're not going to. No. Vegas is praying. Minnesota is praying they hold on to that number one seed. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't hold on to the seed, they pray the Avs hop them so that they could play Dallas in the first round. Yeah, but Minnesota, I don't even think Minnesota wants to play Dallas in the first round because they'd get smoked. They would. They want to play Seattle or Winnipeg. Because actually, I think you said, as we've said, I don't mean to cut you off, but as we said, though, Flurry is just no, he looks old. He got benched in the postseason last year. (laughs) No, and it could happen again. And I don't think Gustafson's good enough to carry him in the postseason. I really don't. No, he's not. So the Avs are the team to beat out West, and it's not even close. I'm going to be watching them tonight. Oh, hell yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Like SpongeBob. Exactly. (laughs) And this is a big game for the Avs. Tonight is a massive massive game. Because during March, excuse me, against playoff teams, they were 1-5-1. and That's not good enough. Mm Mm-mm. You're beating up on the bad teams, which you should. Mm-hmm. You got to beat these playoff teams. And coming up against Dallas tonight, I really think they will. I think after losing to Minnesota, they're going to be like, well, that sucks. Let's go beat these guys. Mm-hmm. And besides Georgiev making a boneheaded decision, he actually played, he's been playing really well. No, he has. Yeah, in Miko, seven, and, Mik- and in a seven game series, Minnesota might take two from the Avs, but the Avs will. There's no way the Wild does, seven. Does Miko get over fifty goals yes. before the season's over? Yeah, yeah just that's he plays San Jose and Anaheim. I mean, 
the of course season, he's going to. The season he's had, though, Eric, just absolutely amazing. And McKinnon, he's probably going to break 100 points. He's at what, 98? Oh, 95. Yeah. 95, oh, yeah. yeah. He's he's breaking that. But how about Miko, though? 48 goals and 40 assists? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And, and when they get Lecky back from the broken finger, yes, I think they'll be better. Who knows when the hell Landis Gog's coming back? I don't think he's coming back to the postseason. And then Josh Manson is the other one. When they, and I think, and I think if he when, comes, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say if Landis Gog comes back in the postseason, he ain't one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be one hundred percent. And I think he may push him if he's at like eighty or ninety. I think he pushes himself to come back. I I think if he comes back, he'd be a hundred. I don't think they would put him back on the ice if he wasn't. If he wasn't. But yeah. but it might be his decision. What if he wants? Because they definitely miss his leadership on the team. Yeah, but he's skating with the team right now. Like mm-hmm. in practice, he's wearing a non-contact sweater, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think having him on the ice there is going to help a lot. But you're right; they do miss his leadership in the lineup. But uh, big big time. How about a guy I want to praise? JT Comfort. Seriously. Fourth on the team in points, and he's the reason they didn't go get a second-line center. 16 goals, 33 assists on the season. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. And we know, and he was a very big component of why they were in the post or in the postseason last year. Mm -hmm. Like he had two big goals against uh, St. Louis in Game Six. Kale McCarr just, just Kale McCarr's just Kale McCarr, dude. He's he's, you can't stop him. He's so damn good. (laughs) How about Bo Byron? Oh yeah, dude. That the other night. That goal against Minnesota was when, yeah, dope. When we that goal talking, against Ottawa that he had, or no, uh, not Ottawa. Um, yeah, against Minnesota, Montreal too, where he owned oh, the yeah. defender and the goal. Oh goalie. yeah, oh. yeah, but yeah, especially this last one, like you said, against Minnesota. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, dude, he scored a goal in three straight games. Yeah, He's having a good. So, year. do I think the Avs will repeat? I, I need to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're as deep as they have been in years past. Yeah. But you remember when Josh Manson came back from injury, how good they were defensively, and then he got checked and or he fell over and re-hurt his injury? Oh, I remember. They need him back too. Yes, they do. Because I like Jack Johnson, but he's not consistent enough. No, he's, he's not. So and also Curtis McDermott, get get him off the ice. Don't do not put him back on the ice. <laughs> He's so bad. Seriously, God, he doesn't even fight well. He got knocked out when they played the Flames by Milan Lucic, right in the schnoz. Just boom, yeah. Just night night. But uh, yeah, I, I I believe I don't think the Avs need to get the number one seed in the in the, their their uh, division. But no, no, I don't care who they play. Bring it on. Seriously. And tonight, 7 o'clock, get watching them. It's going to be a good game. And home ice doesn't matter to them because they're better on the road this year. Yes, they are. So, I got nothing else. I got nothing else either. Look for the Avs to spank Dallas tonight. Yes, please do. And uh, we're back. We are back. And we'll catch you next time. We will. Thanks for tuning in. Deuces. Peace.